I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Marriage Podcast. And welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show, making Locked On Maps your first listen every day. Join the Raccoon Squad, be an everydayer, subscribe or follow for free. Just search Locked On Mavericks wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and comment anything below let us know in the comment section do the mavericks have to trade the 10th pick got a lot of conversation about that yesterday so i'm curious what you guys think about it let us know if you want to support the show text us get text alerts from us loved all the conversations i had yesterday on the lottery subscribe to our subtext click the link in the description below text the number in the description to join our subtext join me as always my co-host writer contributor at mavs.com the trade Tighten the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I almost said something else. <laughs> that's that's probably good. Yeah. <laughs> Usually pro- when I self-edit those, it's better. <laughs> it's it's probably good you didn't say that. Um, yeah, we're a day removed from the from the draft lottery. Uh, still pretty good. Dallas got the tenth pick, so uh, still relieved. <laughs> still relieved. Uh, got some listening in today from uh, NBA Big Board uh, Pod. Uh, with with our guys uh, over there, the combine and all their takeaways and stuff from that, it's it's a good podcast and love hearing about just some inside knowledge of what's happening up there in Chicago and stuff. So, uh, man, I'm just like all draft now. You know how I felt like a junkie today listening <laughs> to draft podcast because like playoffs is like one thing. It's like all right, cool, I'll listen to it, but yeah. now it's like all the draft and like let's do this. <laughs> and it's so it feels so niche too because you're like talking about these 18 year old 19 year old guy guys that are yeah. played one year college or whatever and it's like and there's only certain people that have watched them all year like Raphael, like like leaf Tulane, like richard staven maps draft has been on this show and so go listen to locked on nba big board make it your second listen today uh it's going to be mine for a while as we try and figure out what to do with this draft um but yeah today's episode we're going to talk about some trades we'll talk about trades for the mavericks and the 10th pick because we think that Mavericks have to use this asset to try and cover a couple holes. If they just take one player, I I just don't know if that's enough for how good the asset is for the Mavericks. They have this 10th pick. It's their best asset they have. They don't have another asset, not Josh Green, not Jaden Hardy. This 10th pick is their best asset to try and add a couple pieces, and they have to add a couple pieces in this offseason because you can't go back and miss the playoffs again. I had a good conversation back and forth with a couple of Mavs people today, including Sean Bush and some others of like, well, but you also want to get younger. Like you can't just keep kicking the can down the road. I get that. I, I get that. You don't want to keep kicking the can down the road. You want to add some young talent. A couple of people on subtext were like, don't you want to get more athletic and, and younger and like all that? Sure. Yeah. You it doesn't matter what you want. Does Luca want to get younger? <laughs> <laughs> you like, got the talents. Talents going to trump all of that. Talent, talent yeah. means more than all that. So, however you can add the most talent on your team, you have to you have to make that happen. And I think this is their best shot is to take this pick and just trade it. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is what we were talking about yesterday. I mean, I went as far as saying it, I think it would be kind of mismanagement if they don't look at you know doing that. That you got to use this opportunity to um, to add a, another piece. Like you, you are multiple pieces away 
And it, we can sit here and talk about all the things that we want or what fans want of, man, it'd be nice to get another young guy to pair with Jaden Hardy and Josh Green, and that'd be a lot of fun. It's a matter of what Luka Doncic wants. If they had the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, you it, think Luka's over there getting hyped about, you know, Cason Wallace? Like, he's he's pumped to come back to training camp for Cason Wallace. Like, what are we doing? Like, so that's the time. It's, it's not about just adding a guy. I think he would, he would be excited. I'm having fun with it. But Luka wants to win. And Luka wants to get back to a conference finals and a finals. And you just standing at 10 and not using that asset to add more flexibility or add another rotation piece that could be playing in a playoff series. That is the part that would be a tough sell. Just saying, Hey, we're adding another Josh green type of player to the rotation. And I hear some people's complaints like, Oh, it's short sighted to try and try and add another like win now player instead of drafting for the long term like that. You know what else is short sighted? Like if they don't make the playoffs next year, then Luca may leave, right? Like that yeah. you have to be short sighted. If, if that's the case, Thinking long-term is, okay, how can we keep Luka happy right now? That's thinking long-term because that's the best option long-term for the Mavericks. If you had one rotation player, the other thing is you go back through some of the the 10th picks recently and say, all right, let's say they take a player with the 10th pick. What if this player turns out to be... Mikael uh, Bridges. What if this player <laughs> turns out to be some of the... Who are the last couple of um, 10th picks? Uh, Cam, Cam Reddish was one of them. Wow. I mean that won the Hawks recently. the trade, so. I mean that like that one you're not you're not feeling good about that. I'm pretty what sure Mikael uh, was that too. Um, yeah, Mikael Bridges he was a tenth pick. Because that was the whole Sixers the the Suns trade and and all that stuff. But anyway, so uh, the recent tenth pick tenth picks have not been super great. We have yeah Zaire Williams of the the Grizzlies was a couple Fine years play. ago. You have. Johnny Davis, tenth pick for the yeah for the good. Wizards. That one's not looking great. Jalen Jalen Smith of the Suns, who ended up with the the Pacers this past year, yeah. he was like okay. And then Cam Reddish. Those are the last four tenth picks. Ballers. Like, okay, not a great track record. And so the players that have played in playoff series, the rookies that have played in playoff series, have played like twenty minutes per game or more in playoff series the last five years. Herb Jones was the 35th pick in his draft. Played about like 38 minutes with the Pelicans, which is kind of an outlier. Tyler Hero for Miami, he was a 13th pick, 33 minutes a game for the for the Heat in that playoff series. Scotty Barnes, he was the fourth pick, played 30. Landry Shamit for the Clippers played was the 26th pick. That team was didn't have a, a star player or anything like that. Shea Gilgis-Alexander for the Clippers was the 11th pick. He played as a rookie. Keegan Murray this past year for Sacramento, he was the fourth pick Michael Porter jr. Was the 14th pick. He played for Denver, his rookie year in a playoff series. Trey Murphy, the third was a 17th pick and Desmond Bain for Memphis was the 30th pick. These players all played 20 or more minutes per game in a playoff series in the last five years. That's all of them. And so you have to either hit on some of these players. And some of these hits have been some of the best hits of the last, like forever. Like Shea Gilbs, Alexander, incredible hit Herb Jones, 35th pick, incredible hit Desmond Bain, 30th pick, incredible hit right in the backyard. Uh, mm. Like some of these have been really, really good hits. Some of them were really high picks, but it's just rare. And so you have to use the asset the best way you can. You either have to hit it like these players or you make a trade. So coming up, let's talk about some of these actual trades. Let's get into some trades. Isaac is chomping at the bit over there. He's just looking at me like, when am I allowed to talk about my trades? Unleash me. We'll talk about some of those coming up. 
But before we do, let me tell you about eBay Motors. Just like the Mavericks need the right fit and the right player in either the draft or in a trade, you need the right fit for your car. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure that every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that the part will fit or your money back because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop at eBay Motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home parts when you uh, you know they're going to fit guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, the right prices on eBay Motors. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Locked On Mavs. Being part of the show, again, subscribe to our subtext. If you want to support the show, click the link in the description below. Appreciate each and every one of you. All right, Isaac, give me some trades. What What are some trades the Mavs can do with the 10th pick? Yeah, well, I mean, I think there's some bigger names that, you know, uh, that will come into conversation for Dallas. The DeAndre Ayton conversation is just not going anywhere. I mean, Dallas is going to be linked to him nope. uh, heading into the, you know, into the draft. You know, Phoenix is going to be shopping him and Chris Paul. The whole like Dallas role players with the tenth pick for DeAndre Ayton, like I just feel like that's going to be locked in as like some type of you know, just evergreen talking point for people coming up over the next like few weeks. So we've talked about Ayton a lot. I think we're. I don't want to spend a lot of time on on him right now, just because we've kind of just said it all. We're both in the camp of. Hey, interested if it's just the players, not really interested if it's the play, if it's role players and the 10th pick. So kind of out on it at that. Um, I'm even, I'm even, the more I look at these playoffs, the, the less I'm interested in a $30 million center <laughs> that doesn't uh, do some of the things that DeAndre Aiden doesn't do. So what about Jared Allen? Because this is a guy that, that one I'm into. He's only, he's, yeah, yeah. So, so Jared Allen's one of these guys that, man, for Cleveland, it like twenty million dollars a year. If we could, if da- if Dallas could somehow package the tenth pick with Tim Hardaway or another contract to to Cleveland and saying, "Hey, can we get Jared Allen?" Would you be down for that? With the tenth pick, the tenth pick for Jared Allen. With Tim Hardaway. I'm I'm interested in it. Jared Allen's different because he makes $10 million less. We know for sure he's a good rim protector, whereas DeAndre Ayton, I'm not really 100% there on that one for him. $10 million less is a, a big difference. Like that's, that's one more rotation player, basically, that you can have if Jared Allen's on your team than if DeAndre Ayton is because of the cap and all that. So I'm a little interested in that. I don't know about the 10th pick. I do know that I had a conversation recently with one of our producers at the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, who's like one of our Tegna partners, and uh, that, oh, that just show go ahead there. and out him right now. Uh, I had a conversation, and he said C- Cleveland fans are ready to run Jared Allen out of town. Like they, they would, and he asked, "Would you, would Dallas do a Tim Hardaway Jr. for Jared Allen swap?" And I was like, "Would Dallas do it?" I like clutched my chest, and I was like, "Would Dallas do?" It? I was like, "I will literally take." T-. He said. I would literally take Tim Hardaway to the airport myself, drive him all the way there, wish him the best of luck, take him to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, walk him through it, and then take him down Euclid to the Cleveland whatever sports complex they have there. Like I, I would do that one, of course, if it's going to be that. But if I'm adding the 10th pick into it, 
then I'm getting a little more I'm I'm hesitating a little bit more, but I think at the end of the day at the end of the day, I think I would do it. Because he's he's also still young enough too, right? Like yeah. it's not like you're going against some of these other people that have been that have said, well, the Mavericks should get younger and all that. He's 24, or he's, he's tw- he just turned 25. Yeah, so, okay, here's a question for you. Uh, rank these three players that if you could get them for the 10th pick, obviously with the salary you know attached to it, Jared Allen, Jonathan Kaminga, Patrick Williams. Those three, rank them oh. in order of that just you would. Trading for the 10th pick? Yeah. It's Jared Allen one, probably big gap. Kuminga than Patrick Williams. I, I would not trade for Kuminga or Patrick Williams with the tenth pick. Like, I'd have to get really. Couple, uh, yeah, I'd have to get a couple other things. Yeah. Oh, I would do. Yeah, I would do it straight up for Pat Williams or Kuminga. I don't think Patrick Williams' value is as high as you think it is. Okay. Well, if we can buy low, <laughs> then let's buy low. God, yeah, I don't. I don't think he's because th- there are some people in Chicago that love him and some don't, and I don't think that this. I don't think this front office in Chicago picked him. So I don't know if they're as on board. Well, if that's the case, um, <laughs> JaVale McGee would be a great backup <laughs> in Chicago. Um, okay, what about this one? As far as like trading out, what if you know if you if you're looking across you know the the league and saying, all right, what could we attach the tenth pick to Bertans' contract? Yeah, and just say, can we get a solid player with that? Is is it not enough to get DeAndre Hunter from Atlanta? These ones are, these are so here's hard. The, here's the reason I throw it out: just because their salary is crazy, they're probably going to be trying to you know yep. trade off Capella, yep. John Collins. They've been trying to trade him since Lincoln got shot, and that's the. <laughs> I mean, it's just. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of took that. A, took an honest aid <laughs> shot there. Good Lord. Like, besmirching our um, But, but you know, you know who they're going to be shopping. But Goodness. what if... <laughs> I don't even know why I thought about that. Um, but, like, what if, what if they just want to hit reset on the DeAndre Hunter contract that's like $20 million a year for the next four years? Somehow that joke was still too soon. <laughs> that, I, um. <sighs> If it's if it's Hunter, you, I gotta get Capella as well. Like I gotta get, I got if, if it's gonna be the you 10, wouldn't even do Bertons in ten for DeAndre Hunter. I'm saying Dallas has to add stuff to this. No, I don't think so. Are you because, serious? I would call that in now. You would do it right now. I think I think Hunter's making like twenty million dollars a year. He's he's a burden to them right now with the with the contract and his level. Of play I will take I will take right your now. burdens. <laughs> You know should who I, else? Should I go get the guitar? Should we get Pastor Isaac out here? Should I, should I go... You know who else will take your burdens? <laughs> All of them? No, like it's it's got to if it if it's for the tenth pick, like I got to get a little bit more. God, are you just like? Are, do you think Grady Dick's gonna be like Clay Thompson for Luca? Like, I'm only asking for two role players. You know, I'm not even asking for stars. Like, I'm talking, I'm asking for like two probably underperforming role players for the Hawks <laughs> in a Hunter. And then in Clint Capella and be like, all right, let's let's bring this in. We'll give you Tim Hardaway. We'll give okay. you Davis, and we'll go from there. You get you get younger, get the pick, and we get two role players and help you with because we're helping them with salary too is the other thing. So like, that's the value. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I'm not I'm not as sold on these. Like, it's got to be an impact player. Dang. All right, no, let's talk. I know. All right. Well, let me just transition to my move back trades. Then, can we do this? Wait, do you got you have more that you think I'd be out on? I don't think so, but like. 
I'm like recalibrating now because your value for this 10th pick is like really high. It might be too high, but it has to be for the Mavericks. Like you have to find the right thing. If they are going to trade out of it, then it's got to be for a good player. You, yeah, you're ready for that Grady Dick Mavs jersey. <laughs> Everyone's obsessed with him now. It's just the name. <laughs> um. All right. Let's talk. Let's talk about some trade back scenarios. All right. This one I know you're gonna hate, but I just gotta throw it out there. Okay. Orlando sitting there eleven. Yeah. One spot. One spot. And they say Jonathan Isaac and eleven <laughs> for Tim Hardaway and ten. No, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not in that. I know there are some people that want Jonathan Isaac, but you can't trust him. Like, you, you just can't trust him to play health wise. But um, okay, so what, what's other the other reasons down- why you probably can't trust him? But health wise, you probably can't what's, trust him either. What's the downside though, as far as like, what's the biggest risk in that? If it's, you're if moving it's, back one spot, and you're you're okay. trading out. Here's flip the contract with, flip alone. It Bert, flip it with Bertans, and I'm a little more for it. But like, you're trading Tim Hardaway. That's an actual player that will play and a role player. And you're telling me you're bringing in Jonathan Jonathan Isaac that would be great if he plays, but if he plays but, is a big if. But here's the thing: because he didn't hit those markers in his contract, he ha- his next season is non guaranteed, so he can be an expiring contract. So then if, you're just losing Tim for the price of go- dropping down one spot. But the the reward on it is one of the best defensive wings in the league. True, true. I would do that deal right now. That's such a risk for a team that needs that needs wins. Like we we talked about this. But you move back one spot. No, but then you're taking on you're taking on Jonathan Isaac. Is the thing is the risk that you're taking on. I mean, you. I just think it's. I just think it's a risk I'm willing to do. Of and I think for Orlando, like for them, I think Tim would be awesome for them. They need more shooting. They need shooting on the perimeter. He's a vet, and I could just I could see them doing that. Of saying he's due seventeen million. Tim's due seventeen million. You just move back one slot and you take the chance on this on Jonathan Isaac, and if you if it doesn't hit, he gets hurt again. Then okay, in a, it's an expiring contract, not on your books anymore. You get off the second, you know that last year of Tim's deal, and you just move back one spot. I'm just I'm doing that deal. It's an interest. It's an interesting one. Let us know in the comment section if you would do that deal if you're interested in that kind of risk. Because to me, it's like you're you're hemorrhaging some more ro- you're hem- hemorrhaging more guaranteed rotation players. Because I don't expect Jonathan Isaac to play just because of the history. Okay. Do you want Tim to play? No. <laughs> I do want Tim to play. No, I was just kidding. <laughs> Maybe um, not for the Mavericks next year, but I do want him to play. <laughs> do you want me to give me another one, or is it time for an ad break? Oh, my, timer, my timer's messed up. Coming up, Isaac's got more trade back. So trading back in the uh, draft, yeah. are there more options for the Mavericks? Could Dorian come back? Coming up next. That's always a good tease. <laughs> All right, Isaac, hit me with your best shot. Some more trade back options for the Dallas. We're having all kinds of internet problems, by the way. Like you and I are, are not in sync right now, but we're uh, I think we're we're getting back to where it's better right now. There's a delay that's been it's been on rude. my side that I've like talked and then I just like look at you. I know. <laughs> People are gonna think we have terrible chemistry. If this is your first time listening, we don't have terrible chemistry. We're sorry. And my computer battery is struggling and i don't have a charger it's at my job and he's gonna he's gonna be out in like five minutes and we're not gonna know why you call up brooklyn brooklyn has picked 20 and 21 back-to-back picks would you do tim hardaway in 10 for dorian 20 and 21 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, that one I would do. You get two shots at it. Because remember the list of players that I read earlier of players who have played in a playoff series. Herb Jones, 35th. Landry Shamit, 26th. Desmond Bain, 30th. Trey Murphy, 17th. Like, you can find these players. You just got to hit the right one. It doesn't even really matter where they are. <laughs> if you just look yeah. at it. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't say, like, okay, only these, you know, in this range will you get a good player. Like, you just got to find who it is. So, if they get two shots at it, I think that there's a better chance that they can find Would Lively guy. fall to 20 at that point? Yeah, then then you take Lively, you you get Dorian back, you you know you do all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I, I'm into that a little bit more. Or you take the two picks, and maybe you go do something else, and then all of a sudden yeah. you have you have Dorian back and some other players. You'd have to add a little bit of money to Dorian's contract and match Tim's. But uh, what about the same deal, but Joe Harris instead of Dorian? No, I'm not into that one. Okay, Joe Harris an expiring contract, but uh, also Dor- Dorian's Dorian can't have that much value to to the, the Nets either, right? Like. Probably not. He's probably more valuable to the Mavericks than he is to them. Speaking of the Nets, tell me if the Nets would do this. Nick Claxton, 20 and 21 for Josh Green and 10. I don't think so. Okay. I Yeah, I, th- I think. They got to pay him. He, like, he's they due do for have his to pay big him. extension. They do have to pay him. That We've talked about how they're, they're in a weird situation where they're going to be in the tax paying Cam yeah. Johnson, but they've got to get rid of some players. I think Royce O'Neal, he's not guaranteed. He's probably going to get moved. Uh, if I had to guess, they'd probably try to move Dorian because of his contract. Um, obviously, Joe Harris is the number one <laughs> that they'll try yeah. to that they'll try to get off of. But yeah, they have they have to make some moves. And, and Nick Claxton to them is like that's a franchise type player where you just you know, he's a building block. Yeah. Uh, as Utah. much as we want him, we can't make them <laughs> trade him. Utah setting at sixteen is Akbaji enough to move up to ten? Sixteen and several other spots. What are they? At? They're at nine. Yeah, well, they're, yeah. They're at 28 and 16. Akbaji and 16 for pick 10. Is that enough for you? Oh, yeah, I would do that. Because okay. you're not taking on too much salary there. You're getting a, another young player that is, is played. And I think, I think Utah likes. a lottery likes. pick last year. Yeah, that I think Utah likes, and I don't think they'll, they'll trade. I don't think they would do this. But, okay. yeah, and then you get the shot at 16. The difference between 10 and 16 is not that much to me. Yeah. Um, Let's go back to Atlanta for a second. Atlanta has picked 15. I don't know how, like, how how do you think they view John Collins' contract? Are they just trying to get off the money? Remember we talked about bearing each other's burdens? I think they think it as a burden. So, you think that they would give up the 15th pick if somebody basically took Collins? I don't know if they're there. I don't know if it's there Like, what, would they do Tim and Maxie for John Collins in 15? That's not giving it up though. I mean that that that's two that's players. True. That's two players that fit better, and then and then getting off of John Collins. Yeah. I'm, I won't do that if I'm the Mavs. I don't think. Really? To, to give up. So now, you, so then you would have you you trade Tim and Maxi for yeah. John Collins of fifteen. So then you'd have John Collins ten and fifteen. At that point, you know who I'd call? I would call Washington and say make it a three way deal and say I'll give you ten and fifteen to move up to eight. Because for me, I think there's almost a drop off after nine. Because I think if you could get within the top nine, then you're guaranteed one of like the Cam Whitmores, Anthony Black, um, the Hendricks guy, the Thompson brothers. You know, you're in that range. Once you once that ten spot hits, you're looking at the Grady Dicks of the world, and which they're fine players. But anyway. So you, just straight up, even if you didn't try to move up at that point, 
I think I would do that. Maxi and Tim for John Collins and 15. And then you're talking about getting two you know, tries at it. You have 10 and 15 at that point. And then you also have John Collins to try and figure out how to use him. And, and his contract point. and his contract that lasts some years. I don't want to I don't want to take on contracts like that. If I'm, okay. If I'm the Mavs. Um, another Hawks one, and then I got two more. Tim Bertons, Josh Green, and ten. Oh boy, it's a lot for DeAndre Hunter, a Capella, lot of, a lot of Capella, salary. and fifteen. That I think I, I would do. Because Hunter and Capella start for you day one, I think. Yeah. So you move back five slots, but you're basically trading, you know, Josh Green and Tim for DeAndre Hunter and Capella. Is how is how much better is DeAndre Hunter than Josh Green? Because how much are the Mavericks oh, going to pay? So. Uh, he is, but are the Mavericks going to the Mavericks aren't going to pay Josh Green twenty million dollars a year either? Very true. It, Very true. The ideal is that you can't lose more wings. You got to add more wings. <laughs> so in yeah. this, in this, in the aggregate, you're losing two wings and adding one. That that becomes hard. All right, my last two, as my battery's at seven percent. <laughs> um, Miami's at eighteen. Yeah. Dallas is at ten. Miami's <laughs> going. Miami might make the finals. Miami is also going on this run right now without Tyler Hero. Yeah. What if they say? Tyler Hero in 18 for Tim Hardaway in 10. Oh, gosh. I think no. <laughs> I know. I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Think, I don't think, I don't I'm I not a big Tyler Hero guy. but uh, No, like I don't think so. You especially, move back eight spots and, tr- and swap out Tim for Hero? Especially seeing how good they've been like without him. Him and Jordan Poole uh, are, are similar categories for me. Like Got paid a little too early, a little too much. Like they're making the same as Brunson. <laughs> Remember when people thought that Brunson contract was too high? Now the Brunson contract's a steal. So here's my last one for you. Tim Bertons, Reggie, and 10 for Clay Thompson in pick 19. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, don't know if Bob Myers is coming back. We talk about Draymond, yeah. talk about Kaminga a lot. But what if Bob doesn't come back and they say, all right, we're just going to totally hit reset. They tell Steph, we love you, but we're, we got to b- have better pieces around you. It's time to say bye to Clay and Draymond. Clay has one year left on his deal, like yeah. $43 million. I think it's a player option, isn't it? Yeah, what if they call up Dallas and they say, hey, we'd rather split K- Clay's contract up into Tim and Reggie Bullock, Bertons, but we want that 10th pick too. Could you still get the 19th pick with clay or would it have to be all of those just for clay? Oh man. I, what are they giving up? What are the Mavs giving up again? Reggie Bullock, Tim Hardaway, Davis Bertons and pick 10. Yeah. I think the Mavs have to get that back. Cause I don't know how much, how much value does clay Thompson have? Like he, he did not have the best playoffs. And He's not the same player. Not the same but, player. And making but, way too much for the player that he is right now. But him next to Kyrie and, and Luka would be fun. He'd get so many wide-open shots. He'd yeah. get more wide-open shots, I think, than he does with the Warriors, which is kind of wild to think about. But like, think about how many wide-open shots Dorian and Reggie got in the playoffs. Yeah. And he would imagine be, that being Clay Thompson. He's just not the same defender as he used to be. No. But, but still... 
Would you start him? Would you start him next oh, to Kyrie and Luca? Yeah. I mean, you would have to. By if I'm paying somebody forty million dollars, I know there's no way on earth they're coming off the bench. But that, but then all of a sudden your backcourt is then Luca, Kyrie, and Clay, making one hundred and thirty million. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> That's a lot. That's, that's a lot of money. That's the I whole joke, salary cap. I think cap. it really is. It's, it's a hundred, 134 is the salary cap. So that's the whole entire thing. Uh, interesting. Interesting types of trades the Mavericks could possibly do and look at at 10. Let us know. Am I overvaluing the pick? Is Isaac undervaluing mm. the pick? Let us know in the comment section below. Appreciate each and every one of you. Again, subscribe to our subtext to keep track of us and to have communication with us one-on-one. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.